Precure Podcast Engage. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Precure Podcast Engage, the podcast where we try and watch all of the Pretty Curl franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Cheapo. And I am Protector of the Light, Cure Cassidy. And today, we have watched episode 6 of Futariwa, A New Darkness, The Bear in the Dangerous Forest. Ah, uh, dang it! <laughs> when I was making my notes, I wasn't going to forget, and then I totally forgot. <laughs> Cassidy. <laughs> this is becoming the running joke. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, yes, episode 6. Mountains, Ogres, and Bears. Also, A New Darkness. The Bear in the Dangerous Forest. Now, the English title here is, is suggesting something about Geki Drago. Yes, it definitely is. I mean, he kind of looks like a ogre. I guess. Uh, well, let me look up something. Uh... Alright. Drink this coffee without it picking up on my microphone. Mm-hmm. 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 Alright, well, I can't find the thing I was thinking of. I was thinking he looks a lot like a specific Yu Gi Oh monster. Oh. Hmm. I haven't seen Yu Gi Oh recently enough to say if that's true or not. Well, I can't find the monster, so maybe I'm thinking of something that's not Yu Gi Oh. Actually, you know what? I'm I'm not thinking of Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm thinking of. Let me. I'm thinking of Goblin Mon. <laughs> oh, that's Digimon. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. I can see it. Okay. Yeah, it's I would. An- Interesting character. But I think, doesn't Goblinmon turn into Ogremon or whatever? Yes. I think so. Yeah, I could see Ogremon also. Ogremon's like a little bit thinner, but... Same point gets across. Anyways, we're not here to talk about Digimon. (laughs) Uh, No. I mean, I would love to talk about Digimon, but that's not what this podcast is about. Maybe someday. Alright. So we start off... In a forest, we see Nagisa and Honoka, they're walking down a path. They have some pretty nice outfits on. I like it. Uh, yeah. Nagisa's wearing, like, a pink tracksuit. Yeah, uh, my thought here is, I'll come back to this, but this is in media res with a shot that we never see again. <laughs> You're definitely right. Well, no, yeah, her tracksuit's not all pink. She's wearing a pink jacket. I can't see. <laughs> It does definitely start off in media res because we'll come back to why they're in the forest later. And as we often get at the start of an episode, Nagisa is thinking about the previous episode. She's thinking about how they destroyed Pissard and how they got one of the prism stones. I wonder if that guy will ever come back for his stone. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that line. I'm like, Nagisa, I don't think he's coming back. I'm pretty sure you 
destroyed him. You turned him into a rock. Yes. It's really nice because she has, she'll wonder if I'll come back with the Puzzle Stone or... But then she never gets to finish her sentence because the opening starts. Yeah, so. and then we never see her finish this thought ever. It's alright. Nagisa, I don't finish my thoughts often either. <laughs> yes, but once we get back, we cut back to when they have the stone. They're in, I believe, Honoka's room. Because this doesn't look like Nagisa's room. And uh, they're talking about how, like, it's the prism stone is a green heart-shaped stone. They mm-hmm. have it on the bed while they're talking to the uh, Meeple and Mipple. And Mipple says that they need to find the prism hoppish. Oh, she doesn't say was- we need to find it. She says, oh, um, Mipple says, oh, like, yeah. oh, Meeple has it. Right, Meeple? Yeah, because... <laughs> and Meeple starts, like inching away from this conversation because he does not have it at all and Mipple gets really like upset she looks like she's about to like have a heart attack because this is a really important thing that they're supposed to have this is where they're supposed to keep the stones keep them safe uh, and reading the pretty cure wiki because I was trying to figure out if hoppish meant anything yes. it doesn't Um, the prism hoppish is the garden of light's source of power and also the source of light in the whole universe oh damn meeple really (laughs) fucked up when he dropped this yeah I can understand why meeple's so angry at him like she like her head like comes out of the phone and starts like yelling at him because when he came to the field of rainbows which is earth he dropped it. So, yep. <laughs> this episode is about them going to find the prism hoppish. And Mipple being incredibly mad. Yes, I mean, who can blame her? They cut, they cut to the library, we cut to the library, as they're showing Meeple a map so he can see where he might have dropped the prism hoppish when he came here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really f- funny to me, he's like, I don't recognize any of these places. There weren't words or numbers when I came through. Because I guess he doesn't know what maps are. Yeah, they don't need maps. They have inbuilt GPS that lets them find their love. That's true. I mean, they can find each other no matter where they are. They don't need maps. <laughs> uh, but Meeple does remember that it was definitely near some sort of body of water. So they start showing him pictures of lakes. Yeah. Um, and the... Every now and then during the scene, Mipple just starts yelling. Yeah. And, like, you cut to other people in the library, like, looking back at them angrily, like, this is a library. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and during, I think, you know, the last one that we see, Mipple starts yelling, Nagisa goes to Shusher, and then falls into a pile of books. Yeah. You know, for the athletic one of the group, she's kind of clumsy. I'm starting to see. Uh, she's not used to the environment of a library. Oh, that's fair. So he eventually does, like, once she falls, he sees the lake that is where he dropped the prism hoppish. Yeah, uh, it was... I looked down the n- name I I thought. know it was a pond. Is it a pond or is it a lake? They called it a pond, at least in the Crunchyroll subs. You're right, but, like, 
it looks kind of like a lake. Like it looks. I feel it's like a big. Pond is it's big. Smaller. Wait, I, I did not write down the name of where they go, but if I look at Crunchyroll, it will tell me. I will say because I have, um, that page for the Prism Hopish open. I'm looking at some of these pictures and. The pictures they have on this wiki are much higher quality than the stuff I'm getting from Crunchyroll. <laughs> oh no, my watch is going off. Yes. So the name of the pond, because they do say pond, is... Oh god. Kapiyama Hatotan Pond. It kind of looks like an eight. Like the picture of it. Yeah, and it has one of those like islands in the middle of it. So they go to head out, uh, Nagisa's leaving and her mom's like, be sure you don't get lost in the mountain, be back before it's dark out. Her little brother, whose name I forget, is kind of like a jerk, he's like, you know, don't waste your time with her, it's fine. It's really nice, her mom says there's a time where I'm never not worried about either of you, which like, I feel real bad because her daughter's like, a superhero now and she, she has no idea that. yeah but if she did she'd probably be losing her mind all the time mm. also it's surprising to me i think this might be because i'm american but there'd be no way my parents would have let me and a friend go into the mountains when i was in middle school by ourselves see i would have been fine doing that because I already lived in the middle of the mountains. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's fair. And then the other time that I wasn't in the middle of the mountains, I live in Florida where there aren't mountains. <laughs> Aside from, like, Magic Mountain at Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> and by Magic Mountain, I mean Space Mountain, because Magic Mountain's the name of the Californian Six Flags. <laughs> <sighs> I feel like I heard that uh, in Japan they're a little bit more trusting of their kids to go off like by themselves or and like there's less like crimes I don't remember exactly but I remember someone talking about it it also seems like it's less just a random middle of the mountains and more like a specific hiking trail so that's true yeah like if you would have said I'm gonna go up the hiking trail that's I don't know maybe a mile away from here you're going to take the bike there and go hiking or a bus there I did not mean to say bike although you could probably bike that that's true I mean there's no way for their parents to know that uh there's going to be a giant possessed bear that attacks them spoilers that's what's... <laughs> it happens in the episode it's fine uh, but before we get to the giant... Oh, yes. Yeah, no, I was just going to move on. Um, oh, okay. They start hiking. Yeah, we just cut to them hiking. We don't see any similar situation with Honoka, just with Nagisa. Um, and Miffle's just still mad. Continues to be mad. Yes, she's very mad at him. Uh, no one seems to be happy that they're hiking. They seem to be kind of like, I wish I wasn't up in these mountains right now. But Meeple can't hold on to the one thing that he was entrusted with. Yeah. At least he still has his prism stone. I would 
be concerned if he lost that because it's in his tail. And that means he would lose his tail. Well, I mean, Chaos lost their tail, so it's possible. Hmm. But they managed to find the lake or pond from yeah. the picture. And they then. They see it from atop a cliff, and then the cliff crumble. Yes, it definitely does. And Nagisa just starts falling. Uh, Honoka ends up falling too. Yeah, it looks Nagisa- like. Um, Honoka went to grab Nagisa's hand and then got pulled yeah. down as well because when we see them falling, they are still holding hands. Yeah. Uh, Nagisa manages to catch onto a branch. She has uh, the meeple phone in her mouth. And then, of course, the branch falls. Not falls, it breaks. And then they fall down into a bush. Yeah. And somehow, they're both alive and not hurt at all. Hmm. Is- Debatable, because Nagisa asks Onika, are you alive? And she replies, just barely. <laughs> well, when we see them next, they don't seem to be really, like, hurt. Like, they're not limping or anything. A healing factor. Uh, that's true, they might have a healing factor from being pretty curious. I say that, but there's also evidence where that's not true at the end of the episode. <laughs> that's true. It's alright, you know, maybe in between when they fell and when we see them next, they rested up. Yeah, they ate a sandwich or something. But we don't have time to worry about the pretty curse because we see the Jakku King. And we pan over to where the villains are, the ones that are still alive, of course. Mm-hmm. Who are talking about Pissard's death and, like, they're just being really mean to him still. I assume no one liked him. Am I wrong? Or when he was alive. Did the dark dudes was say like, "Oh, I can't believe, Fasard actually got murdered." Cause I remember someone saying that? that. Hold on a sec. Let me check. It won't let me go back in the episode. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it might have been uh, Jakku King who says it because it cuts to a picture of a flame that's uh, talking. Huh. What he says, I never thought Pissard would really be defeated. So maybe Jakku King had some hope in Pissard that he wouldn't just fuck it all up. Yeah, he probably thought, oh, Pissard will fail again and then I'll kill him. But wow, they killed him? Impressive. Yeah. He's like really surprised, like being taken out by children. And then we get Geki Drago, who's like, I'll crush them. And then Jakku King. Yeah, the dark dude just like, yeah, go ahead. You're next. Alright, you think you can crush them? Go ahead. You're the next one out. You gotta get those seven stones, because if you don't, I will remind you that we can't attain eternal life without them. I wanna point out that uh, quite often, um, throughout the rest of the sh- show or the rest of this episode no assuming the rest of the show as long as he appears geki drago just often just goes ooga yeah <laughs> it's his catchphrase you know he had to set himself apart from pissard so his thing is saying ooga like some sort of caveman i mean he doesn't seem to be the brightest of the group he seems more bronze than brain it's got very like 
I'll bring it up later, but he's got like a very cartoon set of skills. <laughs> Anyways. We cut back to Honoka and Nagisa, who are walking around, walking beside a river, and Meeple's asleep, even though he's supposed to be trying to sense the prism hopish. Yep, and Mipple was roasting him for it. She even says that maybe she should rethink her feelings for him, and he kind of wakes up when he hears that. But then he says, I sense something. And I had to go back in the episode to rewatch this the first time, because you see this log passed by Nagisa and Honoka, which has a little baby bear on it. Yep. But I didn't catch that at first, so I went back, I'm like, is that a bear on a log? And it turns out, yeah. Yeah. It is. Because uh, when... Meeple says he senses something. Nagisa says, well, the last time he sensed something, it was those two guys. So maybe this time it'll be a bear. Yeah. <laughs> and lo and behold. There's a bear on a log. Yes. Nagisa is like, I gotta go save this bear, this baby bear. She like barely even thinks about it. She's just like throwing off her jacket and jumping into the river to get this bear. Well, she jumps across some rocks because, as we learn... Neither pretty Kirk can swim. Yeah. Or maybe Nagisa can, but like just barely. Definitely not in like a moving river. I mean, I'm sure the current's pretty fast, so. Yeah. I can't blame her for not being able to do so well. Uh, she does fall into the river and ends up getting over to the log, where she's trying to like save the bear, but the bear's kind of like pushing against her, like get away from me. Well, yeah, she did just sort of splash into the water onto the log that this bear, baby bear is clinging onto for dear life. Yes. But the log eventually goes into a rock where she can climb out. Yes. Well, it hits the rock and then she lands on the rock and then the bear lands on her, which is pretty funny to me when I first saw it. But she is able to bring the baby bear out of the river and the mama bear comes out. Uh, we're skipping some like, stuff here. I have one that Honoka is very worried about Nagisa and says so out loud. And the bear cub very much likes Nagisa. Oh. Like bumping into her leg and just like not mewling because it's a bear, not a cat, but is doing the baby bear noise at her. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was skipping through. Like I was looking at my notes and I kind of just jumped from like one point to another and I skipped a bunch of stuff because I did write down that Nagisa said when Honoka asked why she jumped in there she said but all I could think about was saving this little bear cub which was nice yeah she has a good heart everything this little bear cub does is amazing for this episode I love this little baby it is very precious they baby and then the mother appears Yep. And at first they're concerned because, like, if you saw a giant bear emerge from the woods, it would be concerned. Considering I live in a place where there are bears, seeing a bear, it's never, like, a good thing. You're, It's very <laughs> frightening. Hmm, okay. This is another interesting difference between our experiences. <laughs> where I lived, some people just had bears that hung out in their backyard. <laughs> And they were like, oh, that bear's chill as hell. And it was. I mean, the last time I saw a bear, it was eating garbage in, at like 2 a.m. 
Mm. But it did freak me out because it was very big. And I was like, alright, you can eat your garbage. I'll just go in the opposite direction and we'll be fine. Bear. I'm going to quickly mention what kind of bears these are. Um, Just based on appearance, they appear to be sun bears because they have the mark right below their neck. In the shape like a crescent moon type thing, which sun bears do have. Um, And sun bears are from generally this region of the world. Okay, they're from Japan? Uh, The Wikipedia page said Southeast Asia. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Um... But the mama bear specifically, and this is important, has like a star mark on her head. Yes, that is important to remember for later. But for now, mama bear seems chill and just takes the baby bear and leaves. And then we cut to Geki Drago, who's just kind of like walking through the forest, but like in a way where he's not like avoiding trees. He's just walking right into them and knocking them over. So this is the field of rainbows that Pissar talked about. Things, when you just walk right into them. Um, Unfortunately for these bears, they also encounter Geki Drago. Yeah. And he seems to be kind of looking at them. And Mama Bear already knows that this is a bad dude and starts growling. And we cut back to Nagisa and Honoka. They make it to the pond. Mipple once again kind of like threatens Mipple, saying like, it better be here, my dude. Mm-hmm. Like, if you know what will happen to you, Meepo, if you do not find this prism hopish. Yeah, but before they can start looking for it, the baby bear jumps out of the woods. And it's... is followed immediately by Geki Drago riding a Zakenad mama bear. Hold on a sec. What were you saying? I was just talking about how they get attacked by Geki Drago riding a Zakanid mama bear. Yes. I think this is the first time we've seen a living thing actually be possessed by the Zakana. Yes, it's usually inanimate objects. Like a vacuum cleaner. I wouldn't mind. Yeah. (laughs) Or gym equipment. I'm gonna say this possessed bear is pretty cool looking. Even though it is, you know, possessed. Like, it's, like, really giant. And it's, like, it's, like, part of its teeth are, like, sticking out. It just looks cool to me. Hmm. Uh, they manage to avoid having the bear run into them. And it kind of sends, like, it hits a rock and it sends Geki Drago flying. Which gives them enough time to transform. Yes. So that they can fight. They start trying to fight the mother bear, which isn't going well. Like, this bear is putting up quite a fight. And uh, Geki Drago returns as well. Like, Nagisa's fighting the bear mostly, and uh, Honoka's fighting Geki Drago. Yeah. And then... Honoka says, like, oh, I'm not very good at fighting to begin with, and then performs a full-on judo throw on Geki Drago. Yes. (laughs) It's the pretty cure spirit inside, helping her destroy her enemies. There's a point where the mama bear is, like, rearing up, and the baby bear runs out in front of it and just starts making a crying noise, and that is too much. 
Yes, I was so worried that we were going to see this mother bear attack the cub. I love but luckily, this baby. I know. It just wants its mother, you know? But luckily, the Zakana doesn't attack the bear. Like, it's like f pausing for like a while before it does anything. But then Geki Drago says, do it. Yes. Sorry. And it... Do it. <laughs> Just do it. Do it. There we go. That's the inflection I wanted. Do it. <laughs> it's a very Keep dramatic it. scene where, like, you're not sure if this mother bear is going to attack her cub. But luckily, Nagasa is able to grab the bear cub and pull it out of the way. And they start running off. They get to a bridge in the forest. Yeah, it's a rope and bridge. Yeah. So they're able to make it across. And then Geki Drago tries to cross it as well. And the bridge immediately breaks and falls. And he just plummets down. Into like a <laughs> massive ravine. Yes. But the mama bear just jumps clean across. Yeah, this mother bear is like just ready to go. Um, but Nagisa and Honoka are like, we can't attack the bear because the bear is still in there yeah we can't kill this living thing it wouldn't be right and that's when we get a new move yeah moon healing escalation <laughs> wait <laughs> hold on <laughs> sorry wrong notes pretty cure rainbow therapy you're taking notes for Sailor Moon? No. Are you doing a Sailor Moon podcast and not telling me, Cassidy? No, I, I just had the Wikipedia page open because I wanted to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> but yes, we get Pretty Cure Rainbow Therapy. And we get a new thing that they say uh, when they use it. Uh, Kira White says, you who have been taken prisoner by the spell of darkness. And Kira Black says, sever that chain now. And together they say, uh, no, they don't say anything together. Han, there is, they also don't say black lightning or white lightning. They say, where is it? Black pulsar and white pulsar. And then instead of lightning striking, they get surrounded by a cool orb. Yes. And this allows the Zakana that's possessing the bear to be destroyed. And the Gomena all run out. Ooh, actually. I have the dub lines here, which are slightly different. Oh, what are the dub lines? With the power of light, we will make darkness depart. We will now break the chains that bind your heart. Ooh, which rhymes. Those are pretty good lines, too. Yeah. It does a rhyme. And so the bears are united once again. And we see from underneath the earth, Geki Drago comes back out. Yeah, Geki Drago just bugs bunnies up this cliff. Yeah. <laughs> Which is impressive. And Nagisa is really pissed off that he possessed this mother bear. Like, she's just so mad at this guy. Oh, yeah. she. And they do. They just immediately launch into... The marble screw. Yes. And a giant boulder kind of, it pushes him and back into some rocks and a boulder comes down and like crushes him. And what else should appear? But the prism hopish. Yay. 
They found it. Yep, and they go ahead and put Pissard's stone in there. And we meet... uh, And we get... Yeah, go ahead. We get to meet a new... Meepo. Person, yes. Except for this one who looks kind of like a tiny human with, like, wearing, like, robes and stuff. Yeah. And they're like... And you can see what other stones they might find next because there are seven colors surrounding the... Like, half surrounding this... Mm-hmm. Guy, yeah. there are orange, red, yellow, green, blue, and then oh, it's the color of the rainbow. Except for it doesn't start with red; it starts with orange, which is weird. The page I just had open called one of them aquamarine. Oh, okay. From a distance, uh, one of the blues looks like purple. Weird. Because I'm looking at a picture yeah, of uh, you're right. I have. I can I like open up the list. Sense for- Give me a second. Alright, here is the official list according to this page. Green, aquamarine, orange, yellow, purple, pink, and dark blue. Alright. Which does not match the orbs. No, I don't think I saw a pink one. The pink one's at the end, but it's also kind of purple. Yeah. It's a little confusing. Unless that one's supposed to be purple and then the red one's pink because there isn't a red crystal. Huh. You would think that it would just be the colors of the rainbow with all the rainbow themes in this series. That's weird. We don't get a name for this person. He's just called the Guardian of the Prism Stones. Yes. Although... I think he does get a name later. Yeah, I was going to say, because some of these pictures have a little caption on them that say the person's name. But we don't know it yet. Yes. And he also gives Nagisa and Honoka a, manga. a pretty cure diary. <laughs> well, he does that at first, but then he gives them the diary. My question here is, why didn't they go ahead and put the other two prism stones in there? I don't know. Because they're stuck in Maple and Mipple's tail? Hmm. We don't know exactly, like, how to get them out of their tails, because that's where they are currently. Maybe because, maybe, I don't remember exactly, but it could be that the stones that are in Meeple and Mipple might be the thing that's helping them transform Nagisa and Honoka. See, yeah, I was thinking either that or the thing that's keeping them from being bubbled like the rest of the people who lived in the Gardens of Light. Yeah. I definitely think that they have to stay with Meeple and Mipple for now. Mm. Um, so is it now or was it before where they watch the bears walk away and they say, we'll meet again sometime or something like that? <laughs> Not, yeah, it's right before they uh, deal with the Guardian of the Prism Stones. They watch the bears disappear and Nagisa says, we'll see you next time. And Honoka's like, no, we won't. I hope we do. You don't say that. I love these bears. I hope we do as well. They're cool. And then we cut to Nagisa heading to school, and it's just a short scene where she sees the boy, and then her friends show up, and the episode's over. They clap her on the shoulders, and she's just like, oh, (laughs) she's very clearly still (laughs) sore. Yeah. (laughs) But that is the end of the episode. And next time. Lacrosse Wires. Lacrosse Wires, one is a very good dub title. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>
Yes, that is a very good title. <laughs> uh, but in Japanese, it is a better a bitter lacrosse battle. A maiden's heart is so delicate. Yes, because we're getting some lacrosse competition, and also, is Honaka stealing Nagisa's man? The answer is no. Is that what it says? Because oh, I thought that was the episode after. Because this one says Nagisa must choose between Honaka or the team. Ooh. Either way, it is exciting. They're like some of that next episode where she's like, why is Honoka talking to the boy I like? Huh. And I'm like, Nagisa, people can talk to each other without there being something going on. But we'll get more on that next also, episode. Also, she hasn't even, like, made it known to anyone. Yeah, no one knows that she likes this boy except for Meeple. Does Meeple even know? Well, he was there when she went... Back when she went to Honoka's house for the first time, she ran into Fuji P, and Meepo was kind of being like, he he said something to her about it. Hmm. I remember. Meepo probably forgot. Listen. Just go back to the episode where we recorded that, and maybe I'll remember what Meepo said. Cause I remember him saying something. Yeah, about, I mean, like, he probably made fun of her about it, but I think she was like, "Oh, I am not," or whatever, and. Knowing Meeple, yeah. he's probably forgotten by now. Yeah, Meeple's priorities seem to be mostly... Mipple-related? Mipple. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I won't worry about Nagisa's love life, I'll focus on my own. Oh, what? that reminds me, we didn't say this, but it seemed that Meeple didn't really like the Guardians of the Stone. He seemed a little jealous? Yeah. So, maybe that will lead to something later on. Maybe. Yes. But it is time for the plugs. But um If you want to talk to us about pretty care related stuff or you want to slide into our DMs to come guests on the show, like Crash did last episode, you can find us at Prepod Engaged on Twitter. Yeah. And you can find me, Charlie, on Twitter at magical underscore pride. You can find me, Cassidy, on Twitter at Madlobotanist. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. And until next time, we need your help, Meepo. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it, too. (laughs) Seems like we've just (laughs) begun when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon, I know. (laughs) Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. And tomorrow, just like today. The bear, her cub, and this podcast will be waiting for you to come and play. (laughs) Bye now.